basin in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. For our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio on the FM band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. Uh, meanwhile, Rick, and uh, each Friday, these are the reason uh, we're here with these fine people. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Dole Seating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, the Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And uh, now you can, if you want to give us a call, of course, the area code is 337. The number is 367 one two four zero. You can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com. Anywhere in the world, you can listen to us. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane twelve forty. And you may also listen to Kane on any accessible internet device. We're live here at the studios of one uh, at Kane Radio at one hundred seven West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, uh, Rick, as always, uh, we begin our show with freshwater, saltwater fishing. Yeah, Tony, last weekend um, we had a little front came in early. It was early Sunday morning. We got there right at daybreak, and it was nice. And, boy, all of a sudden the wind picked up and the temperature dropped. But before it did, we, we caught some nice fish, and I said, man, the fish are biting good. I mean, it's early. But, you know, I, I didn't realize I didn't catch the weather the, uh, the night or the morning before or the day before, should I say. But once that front came through, Tony, it just it totally shut them. When I tell you, shut them down. Really? It was supposed to have been partly cloudy all day. But, you know, they can't always get the forecast right. Sure. But it became a bluebird day, and you could just feel the pressure rising. And, and, and a rising pressure fishing is not good. All right. But early early we did did quite well. You know, we were right by the landing, and I told my, my little buddy, I said, we're going to stop right here and try a few spots, you know, before we take a little boat ride. And we, we didn't have to leave. And, uh. I mean, you can see the writing on the wall, Tony. There's no reason on, on a high-pressure day like that, you know, when the fishing is good early in the morning and they just shut down on kind of the pressure, it's it's over, you know. So we went like an hour without a bite, and I told him, I said, look, let's let's just pack it up and, and move on back to the house, you know. And what were you using, Rick, what, what, That's at that what particular I fixing, time? I was fixing to tell you. We were uh, fishing uh, treetops, Tony, and it, it, the water's still cold. It's very not cold, but it's still cool right now. It's... Uh, we were just dragging spinner baits right through the tops of the treetops, you know, a quarter ounce uh, willow leaf with uh, white and short truce. And, uh, I mean, real, real slow. You could just barely feel the blade turn, you know, because that water's cold right now, and, and the fish with the, the metabolism works with the water. And uh, But they, they bit good early, but, you know, early bite, and then it was over. Wow. Yep. Anyway, saltwater fishing, I talked to a buddy during the week, uh, I think yesterday, uh, for example, and uh, he mentioned to me, you just got to find some clear water in the yeah, saltwater. Right now. And, but uh, basically, if you want to catch some redfish, shark bayou, just a- those areas, yeah. you know, uh, they, they uh, went out through uh, through the uh, pass to go out around the mounds and on fishing with uh, both shrimp and artificial and uh, catching their share of fish. So, uh, you know, uh, again, he reiterated that you got to find that clear yeah. water. And, uh, or, you know, it's not all murky and all. And, yeah. uh, he and said, with the basin being down, Tony, uh, and now it's just rising up, it's going to be kind of tougher, too, you know, on salt water uh, with that higher influx of fresh water. So it's going to be going to be a little task here for a little while, too, uh, you know, on either side because the basin's 
projected to go up to almost 13 feet is what yeah, I was looking I mean, at. A, so, yeah. and in the last uh, few weeks, man, it's really uh, yeah. going up, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, right now it's sitting right at about uh, right at a 10. 10 right, little, yeah, right at 10, 10 foot, just yeah. a shade. Yeah, and it's uh, moving upwards. Uh, that's a forecast uh, for the first uh, week in February, yeah. which begins next. we're supposed next, to get a lot of rain Sunday. So Yeah, a lot yeah. of rain. I've, I've seen as much as 80 and 90% yeah. so in the area. So uh, not uh, not conducive no, to a I got my old clothes on today, Tony. After the show, I'm going to go home and, and uh, lay on the concrete. I got some trailer work, some light work to do on my boat. Before that we- uh, weather hits, and uh, this weekend is kind of take it easy and get the tackle ready for uh, for better days. Yeah, and that's uh, basically what you can do right now. So, uh, yeah. oh yeah, I mean, if you want to go fishing, uh, fine. But I mean, the chances that you yeah. doing any type of uh, well would be uh, tough in that regard. So, right. uh, oh yeah, uh, we'll see how that all pans out. In in the meantime, you know, want to remind, keep reminding folks too about the get out and fish program with regards to the area ponds and lakes throughout the state to uh anyway uh, it it remains uh open throughout uh the end of uh the month uh, which you know we only have uh today being the 27th only uh you know the 20 four more days four basically more, yeah. you know uh at these ponds of course last tuesday schedules was uh bayou country sports and homo south side at four Barker park is where the pond is droid park of course yeah if you want to go to Jennings uh, out that a that you see that big pond off of I ten there, yeah. uh, and then the Purple Heart Memorial Park in Ragley. Last Thursday it was uh, Burbank Park in Baton Rouge, Joe Brown Park in New Orleans, Sydney Hutchinson Park in Walker, and Zamuri Park in Hammond, Bogachetta Park in Franklinton. So, uh, and there are daily limits posted at each site, and uh, yeah. and anyone uh, uh, eighteen and older must have a valid Louisiana fishing license and. All the rules are posted on the Get Out and Fish, so you can look to the website for that. So uh, that, that's important. It, it's a fun time. I, I can honestly say uh, I've never caught a speckled trout. I mean, a, a, a rainbow trout. A rainbow. No. You know, I've caught specks, but not uh, a rainbow. Either, Tony, so. And I can't tell you uh, right. how they'd fight or what the situation would be. But yeah, more of a cooler water. That's you right. Know, northerner, to me, a northerner fish. They like cooler water. They, they do fight, you know. Oh, yeah. They, and, uh, that they do. I've never, like you said, I've never, never fished for them. And nice-looking fish. You know, uh, and, and they uh, say they're good eating. And that's yeah. what I, I've never can't say I've ever eaten one either. Yeah. Uh, no. Of course, up in the Montana, Idaho, and the Washington, those states right. where the streams run. Uh, and they get big. Oh, yeah. that they do. Uh, yeah. uh, my dad, my dad's told me stories up in, the, you know, when he was growing up as a kid, he, he's caught some big ones. And, and not only that, uh, it's a bear delicacy too, if you know yeah. what I mean, up oh, in yeah. that part of the country. Right. Anyway, uh, the outdoor event is beneficial to special needs program, most are fishing uh, tournaments and skeet sports. Clay shoots, uh, email all details, including events. So in the meantime, uh, just a, a good time. Got four days left, possibly catch a speck. I mean, a, a, again, rainbow, rainbow. trout yep. uh, uh, in that regard. So the Get Out and Fish program has been pretty successful, too. So uh, right. Probably be good Saturday, Tony. I don't know about Sunday. Yeah, you're know? right. Yep. But especially for young people, too, uh, uh, Rick, in yep. that regard. So uh, oh, yeah. it all comes into play. Anyway, uh, just a story that was out. I uh, don't know if uh, you duck hunters saw it. The Louisiana January ducks were down, but better than last year when the duck season rounding the third and heading home, you know, for the last days of the, another 60-day season. The final survey from the state wildlife study was a showed a decline in the number of ducks from December, but estimates in January count for hunters both east and west waterfowl zones. So uh, ru- uh, reports have been mixed throughout the splits, two in the east and three in the west. 
hunters with good hunts coming on. Uh, you know, it's, it was almost like a hit and miss for yeah. a lot of those duck hunters, from what I understand, talking to them. Right. And, uh, of course, compared to 21-22, uh, it, it was a great year. It was miserable last year for the duck hunters. And uh, while January's overall numbers, just a shade under 2 million reported by the study, showed an increase of 3% for the overall estimate So from yeah. December of last year. So uh, mallard numbers were up a year uh we're up from a year ago, and so were green wing teal, spoonies, pintail, ringnecks, and canvasbacks. So, anyway, um, notable change from January of 22. So, in uh, in the zones, uh, of course, I think we're in what the second or third year with the split. You used to have the east, west, and the coastal. I think it's the second. Yeah, yeah uh, with that. So, uh, overall, from January of 22 uh, to yep. this year, the west zone that dabbling ducks were up. About uh, eight over eight hundred thousand to uh, almost uh, a million the estimates. So east zone uh, uh, dabblers were from two hundred eighty thousand to three eighty, and diving duck uh, numbers declined in both zones from last year, with the exception of the Calahula Lake numbers that were up uh, doubled, but yeah. went from thirty eight to uh, eighty six thousand. Speaking of ducks, Tony, is yeah. that certain area that I'm in? I'm still seeing a lot of woodies. I counted really? seventeen last Sunday. Oh yeah. wow! And we're just fishing, you know. Yeah. Now, now when, naturally, when they see you, they're going to flare and try to, you know, fly away from sure, you. Sure, sure. But you can hear them when they whistle, you know. And uh, that's, that's a beautiful bird. But I, that, I guess it's that area where we're at, where we're fishing. I always start out right there. And it must be like a little fly zone or something for them. But, uh, you know, it, it's always uh, got a share of wood ducks. Oh, wow. Anything, one one thing the survey has uh, noticed when the decline in duck numbers in places where crawfish uh, harvesters were getting their first days in in 2023. All so, right. uh, anyway, that's interesting, too, uh, yeah. where they saw the declines. Of course, if people out there, the crawfishermen out there picking, getting ready to go. So, uh, yeah. uh, in that. Anyway, uh, of course, the, a reminder, Sunday the 29th is the final day. Uh, the season with a special February 4th, special one-day East Zone, youth-only and veteran-only duck hunt. But uh, for you duck hunters, it's all coming yeah. to an end. Winding down. Boy, you're that kid, too. So uh, interesting in that regard. Of course, another another issue winding down, too, Rick, is uh, the hunting seasons. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, the doves in the third split north zone is over. It ended last weekend, and uh, it's closed in the south zone. Meanwhile, uh some deer hunters in their areas throughout the state are also shutting down. Uh, the only areas uh, I see where uh, the deer and primitive weapons uh, through uh, the 31st in the state deer areas, one and six, either sex, state deer areas, five and nine, bucks only. Also for ducks in the east and west zones uh, uh, through the 29th, the second final split. So including coots and morgansas and mergansas. And the geese uh, through the 29th, uh, the final split. So, yeah, you duck hunters, yeah. uh, things are winding down, yeah. too. So we uh, got like four more days. Huh? Yeah, just uh, that. Uh, of course, Woodcock statewide through the 31st of January. Uh, also, uh, with I uh, mentioned about the ducks in the east zone through February 4th. So it's for special youth only and veterans. So, uh, anyway, and uh, all those other, uh, of course, quail, rabbit, squirrels through February 28th on private lands only. Okay. And snipe through the 28th statewide. So, uh, also, lottery hunts are out there. You know, the deadline is February 7th uh, for the wildlife management areas for turkey hunts. Elsewhere, the deadline for fishing permits in uh, White Lake is also on the uh, February 7th, and uh, you got to turn that in. No written applications. you got to go online, and uh, and it's a $40 fee of drawing, and you can't have more than 40 horsepower yeah. on those lakes. Have you ever too. heard how, or, or been around uh, White Lake? Is the fishing decent? Uh 
it's hard to say. Yeah, I I can't say I've talked to anyone that's ever fished in those. Uh, that it's a huge lake too. Yeah. Don't I mean if you look at a map, uh, it takes up I don't know how many thousands of acres. Right. Uh, White Lake, and it's a beautiful lake uh, out in that area. But uh, can't say I've ever talked to anybody that won a lottery to fish, able to fish that lake too. And I think there are a lot of people uh, into those lotteries yeah. too. Oh yeah, in that regard. So. Uh, Anyway, around the corner, uh, January 29th, to get the Bass High School and Junior Eastern Open over in Harris Chain of Lakes in Leesburg, Florida. I know we don't talk em, uh, enough about it, but uh, they've got, we've got a few high school teams that uh, fish yeah. in some of these tournaments around the state. Don't know right. if they'll journey outside the state for that. Yeah. But uh, The last well, two years, Tony, that's really, really caught fire. In other words, it's really, really gotten big, you know. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, we talked to a young man uh, a, a couple years ago, uh, we ended up fishing up in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, one uh, had an opportunity to fish in one of the big tournaments yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to him too uh, over the years. Anyway, Wildlife Fisheries Commission is meeting February second. Uh, don't know what's going to come out of that, but uh, always interesting uh, uh, in that regard. Elsewhere, uh, the Louisiana High School uh, Junior qualifying in the Eastern Division over at Bell River Public Landing. That's going to be on the February the fourth. So uh, go to the website. Tommy uh, Abbott is the man to get in touch with. Uh, they have his number there. Also, the derelict uh, track uh, cleanup uh, volunteer day is on February the 4th also over in Terrebonne Parish. Uh, anyway, elsewhere, uh, the fishing and shrimping season, open recreational seasons, filleting, blackfin, queen, and silk snappers, winch, among uh, other snapper species, all groupers except clothes for Gag, Goliath, and Nassau in state and federal waters. Of course, uh, shrimping season, uh, in, inshore season is closed in all state and inside waters except for portions over east of the Mississippi River. You can go to the map and look that up, but yep. uh, I don't know too many people going to journey that far to go shrimping uh, in our area. So uh, a lot going on right now in, uh, in those areas too, Rick, and uh, uh, it's just um, things winding down for you hunters. <laughs> yeah, got a few days left and. Uh what would it be 2022 would be in the books yeah and not only that uh i, I hear good things uh, i think the deer hunters had a pretty good year they this did, year too Tony, uh, yeah. rick like i told you earlier they had a, a real good year in, in uh Chaffly basin and some big bucks too yeah, uh i've seen a in that regard and that, i think that all comes into play with all the water problems we had the last yeah. couple of years where the deer uh shut on in areas throughout the state because they were seeking higher ground right with all the water problems uh we had with some flooding and uh I think they gave the deer an extra year or two to grow. Yeah. And uh, from what I'm talking with, uh, with I've friends. I've seen several 10-plus pointers out of the basin this year. Oh, I can believe some, that, some, too. Some big deer. Yeah. And uh, with that. But also one one more thing before we head to our first break. Uh, more of the more uh, CWD has been detected, yeah, you know, as that. I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, Dr. Jim LaCour reported five more, as we talked about last week, and Man. were found in the white-tailed deer taken in Tinsel Parish. That's up around St. Joe and Lake Bruin, up in that area. And he was passing along a report that there were three does and two bucks analyzed by the uh, Louisiana Animal Disease Diagnostic Laboratory, and the deer were taken on private land, and it confirmed by the National Veterinary Services Laboratory in Ames, Iowa. It can mean Louisiana's positive uh, CWD total standards at seven, all from that one parish, Tinsel Parish. So, uh the latest instances follow the second national lab confirmation of a positive CWD test found in an adult buck taken last December. I remember and that. And these yeah. five new cases come from samples submitted by hunters 
to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. So it's been yeah. a year since the first documented CWD positive was confirmed. And, boy, just you don't want to hear about that because we've been dodging no. bullets for many years. Yeah, well, apparently, Tony, that deer is close to the river, right? So yeah. apparently the deer was, was in uh, Mississippi and crossed yeah. over. or you know, Tinsaw Parish is continuous. And they do swim. The I've been oh. fishing, and I've seen them swim. You hear the dogs way off, and oh, the yeah. deer is way ahead of the dogs, you know. I've seen deer oh, move yeah. from islands, you know, to to mainland. Uh, yeah. Even in cases with uh, Marsh Island. You're right. And you know? it amazes me how deer can walk in the marsh. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. But they, they get after it, you know. Yeah, and I've got some buddies who lease 5,000 acres down there in the marsh up in that Sipmore Point at Weeks Island area. And they deer hunt. And they deer hunt yeah. out there. And they say, man, it's hard for them to go through it. But a deer can just skip yeah, on just through, skip. You're right. the, uh, through the marsh and uh, not any problems at all. Yep. So, uh, anyway, Tinsaw, Madison, and Richland Parishes is basically – where they uh, people who hunt up in that area, they ask for you know information on the deer you may kill, and uh, that's where it's mostly taking well, place. Let's hope it stays in that, in that area confined, you know. Yeah, that area. A, boy, you just hope because man, if it spread throughout the, uh, the state, the, the deer, uh, the, you know, with that, uh, yeah. boy, just not good news. Anyway, let's go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to Kane Radio uh, 107.5 uh, and uh, AM 1240. We'll be back with more of the Fishing and Hunting Show right after this. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Most Thursdays, it's Southern Jack, and this Saturday, it's the Anything Goes Cook-Off. The Bad Boys playing at noon, Tommy G and Stormy Weather beginning at 6. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. Quarter Tavern recently named a top 10 bar in Louisiana by bestthingslouisiana.com. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's, the best ring prices in the buried domestic beer, just $2 imports, $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. 
Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. And uh, just got a call uh, just off the air moments ago from uh, Chad LeBlanc. Just t- they had a meeting last night uh, trying to finalize everything from the summer with uh, giving out their money. One of their big, uh, their big donation was to St. Jude. So, uh, and they also funded uh, 10 or 11 other uh, yeah. uh, clubs around the area here in Iberia Parish. So uh, right. they always do a great job. Too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, one thing uh, he did mention, but you know, if people are interested in getting involved with the Iberia Rod and Gun Club, they got, they're going to need some help. They've got a few people looking at retiring and all who've been doing it for many years. For years and, uh, yeah. So uh, it's a call out to our help with the Iberia Rod and Gun Club. So uh, go to their website and you can find a phone number, maybe get in touch with uh, some of the people involved with it. And uh, they, they could use some help, too. Hopefully, uh, they can uh, acquire some some new blood to keep things going. Yeah. So it's and it's it's a lot of fun, but it's some work too. You got to put up with out there at uh, at Quintana Landing when they have their annual oh, yeah. fishing and uh, uh, rodeo out there, and it's it's a fun time. I've been involved with it over the years, and uh, it was a lot of fun too, uh, uh, Rick. You know yeah. that as well oh, as yeah. I do, and they mm-hmm. do a great job with regard to. Uh, uh, you know, raising funds throughout the the one thing I do appreciate what they do is pass out those lifetime passes to kids yeah. to fishing uh, uh, licenses. So yeah, they uh, used to be cheap, Tony. They're not cheap anymore. Oh no, yeah. you're right about that. And yeah. they used to give away two or three of them yeah. to uh, well, two still, children. Still, still a good thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I I concur with you. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, talking about uh, deer season, you know, Rick. Uh, you know, it's amazing, you know, these guys uh, that uh, deer hunt, they got cameras. Most of I guess the majority of them, I've talked to friends who deer hunt. Oh, yeah. They put their cameras up in the areas where they hunt and have leases, yeah. et cetera, private land, whatever. Right, especially if you want to check out a new area. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And they see the bucks that come and feed at night and things of that nature yeah. and take pictures of them and all. And then study it to see their habits. Right. When they may show up and all. And never before this guy uh, named Sean Habits. He's a 28-year-old. He's a plant worker who lives in Ragley. Uh, he had the surprise of his life. He went to go check uh, on a buck that he had just shot, and the buck was an 11-pointer, scored over 158 inches, and never showed up in the trail cameras. Yeah. And, you know, and no n- member of the club had ever seen him at Habits uh, Hunts on Property. His grandfather purchased back in the late 70s. It was a, almost a 700-acre track up in Concordia Parish, and it butts the Cocodree National Wildlife Refuge near Monterey. And, uh the land was uh, farmland until 2000 when it was placed in uh, CRP. But on the morning of January 14th, he and other club members had uh, uh, hunted the property. He saw some does and small bucks and other uh, uh, club members had about the same success, except uh, on a member who downed a nice seven-pointer. Well, in the morning, he concluded that around 10 o'clock, Abbott's went back to the camp for lunch, went back to his stand around 3.30, a stand, box stand, and overlooks a low-lying area that was subject to flooding during the winter. Yeah. And we just talked about that, you know, those deer looking for higher ground. Yes, sir. And uh, by the end of December, uh, I'm usually looking at about 300 yards of water, Habit said that afternoon. But uh, I put some rice bran 100 yards from my stand and began to seeing a few does, yearlings, I hadn't seen uh, anything between, and uh, lo and behold, uh, there shows up uh, that big buck, and uh, and it's a buck to be proud of. So uh, on family land, he took him down, uh, and he shot uh, the buck on January 14th. Uh, he supported a mainframe, a nine-point uh, rack with two kickers, and uh, giving it a total of 11 points. The inside spread was 19 and 6.8 inches. The main beams were over 23 with bases at five inches, the buck was estimated to be at least six and a half years old. 
and weigh 205 pounds. That's, That's a, a big yeah, deer nice for size, this area. Yeah, anyway, uh, taking the buck uh, to a taxidermy, the rack was uh, green stored at 158 and 7 eighths. And he dedicated it to his grandpa, Bill Habits, who passed away uh, uh, 12 years ago, on whose property he was able to down this magnificent buck. And uh, just a good story. And yeah. uh, I know I had a buddy, uh, thank God, uh, he gave me a little deer roast and some sausage uh, recently. Uh, and I look forward to uh, preparing that and oh, eating that. Yeah. So uh, he said he had plenty. He had a good year over in the basin, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, uh, that's uh, been uh, That was a good year productive. this, this year in right. yeah. It has been, too, uh, in that regard. Here's something I saw, and I just – and, you know, I don't see – we don't see many here. Nutri-rats. We, I, when, I, I can't say – maybe you used Tony, to see them killed on the highway in I areas. I used to see a lot. I just don't see them anymore. In the basin. Uh I haven't seen a neutral, you know what they call them, neutral. Uh, it's been a while, Tony, and I've, I've told you that more than once. I don't know what's happened to them if, you know, uh, because it used to be numbers so so great, Tony. Not not everywhere you look, but you didn't have to look hard to find a neutral. But today, you don't see that. No. I and I tell you, I, I fished the basin from Miet Point all the way to Bayou Benoit. That's a vast area, and I can't tell you the last time I've seen one, Tony. Well, I know over in Terrebonne Parish and Lafourche and those areas, and even in Plaquemines Parish, uh, yeah, right. down there in Boothville, all up in those areas, it's a it's a big time problem yeah. in that area. And New Orleans, believe it or not, too, they they messing up the levees in between the the, the streets, and uh, you know they. Uh, in fact, for a while they had a bounty on them. They, that's you right. know, you bring the tail in, they give you so much for the tail. And they still do. It's $6 a throw, okay. too. And uh, the problem for the Nutrirats down in the vicinity of Venice, of course, that's in Plaquemines Parish, uh, they got a big hunt down there each year. Yep. And they'll draw 1,000 people down there to yep. hunt Nutrirats. Yep. And it's a party atmosphere uh, and all. Uh, of course, and they it's, say it's good eating, Tony. Sorry for interrupting you, but I don't know if I would, you know. They say, it, and they're vegetarians. I that, realize it's that. a white, it's a white uh, meat yeah, like uh, rabbits. Never, you know, yeah, I can't you know. say I can't. I, can't <laughs> I don't know why I want to say I've maybe uh, nibbled on some uh, yeah. like rabbit. You know, I've eaten rabbit yeah. and all, but uh, Nutri-Rat. But anyway, yeah. Uh, just uh, anyway, yeah. uh, of course, you know, the Nutri-Rat was brought to Louisiana in the 1930s to right. bolster the fur trades, and yeah. for years trappers kept their numbers under control. But uh, yeah. as the fur trade failed in the 80s, so did much of the trapping industry and the yeah. numbers of the nuisance rodents soon was out of control and it uh, was supposed to be a good thing suddenly turned bad and uh now uh these rodents are just destroying parts of the louisiana delta and right. they eat the roots of the vital wetland plants to hold the marsh together yeah, that's right you know and the plants die and accelerate the erosion causing far immediate damage there's no need to remind anyone how uh, coastal erosion has already affected the state from uh, many causes well uh, these people here in 2002, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries tried to help with the formation of the coastal-wide uh, nutrient control program. Program pays licensed trappers six dollars per tail, okay. and the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries said it's helped reduce the overall population. But the problem persists, and so does the damage. And when the program first started, it was estimated that nutrient damage uh, was destroying up to 100,000 acres of marsh every year. Oh yeah. I wouldn't yeah. doubt that. Wow. Yeah. And that what's inspired this guy, McCormick, uh, to uh, get involved and bring back the rodeo in this year's field. We'd be the largest one yet. The registration for the event has closed, but everyone is invited to the festivities. Okay. Where's that out of, Tony? That's out of, uh, let's see, down there in Venice. Venice, okay. You know, down there in uh, Plaquemines So Paris. apparently in the marsh, it's a, it's a bigger problem than uh, than on this side yeah. of the basin, uh, and they, the levee. Yeah. And, uh 
more than 300 hunters have already signed up. They expect thousands of people to show up at the event and party uh, that accompanies it. So, okay. uh, well, you know, and like you said, boy, it just I yeah. used to see him killed, uh, you know, crossing the road. Uh, right. Uh, you see, even see a few in the bayou right here. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they're all gone. Yeah. Just nowhere to be found. That's right. Anyway, uh, here's one for you. Uh, you know, uh, the agents uh, are working, and a new Iberian man for deer hunting violations in Iberia Parish. Uh, uh, agent cited a 45-year-old for intentional concealment of wildlife, possession of an illegally taken deer, and hunting without a deer license. Oh. And agents were on patrol during an, the archery-only season when they observed uh, two subjects fully dressed in camouflage on the Patu boat launch landing. Patuville? Yep. Oh. And uh, hunting uh, gear in their vehicle, agents made contact with the two subjects, and it turned out to be a new Iberia resident and a juvenile. Uh, of course, during the question, the agents were hunting uh, wild hogs, they stated, and then observed uh, brown hair <laughs> protruding from the pile of uh, camouflage hunting jackets. Agents discovered uh, fresh dead uh, antlerous deer shot while the rifle uh, concealed under the jacket. So these guys looking at $900 fines and all. Oh. Let's see if we have a phone call here, Rick. We'll take it quickly. All right. You're on the You're air on? with Kane Radio, Radio, Fishing and Hunting Show. They got him. They got him. <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think somebody <laughs> making a joke. Yep, they yeah. got him. Maybe he knows who that yeah. we you uh, we on this show you remain yeah. innocent yeah. till proven guilty. Yeah. You know, oh, even yeah. though you are arrested. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the antlers deer were seized and donated to a local charity. Of course, fines of up to uh, nine hundred to nine hundred fifty dollars and one hundred twenty days in jail for the possession of the legally taken deer. So the individual must also face restitution, and that's over sixteen hundred dollars too. Well, uh, you know, it's so, sad, but, it's, you know. It is. Like it you is. say, Tony, the agents are out there. Just gotta, oh, that they know. are, Rick. You're yeah. right about that. So, anyway, the tides today, uh, quickly, today, the 27th of January, the sun rose at 7 o'clock. It's going to set at 541 in the high and low tide chart. The first low tide was at 236 this morning. The next low tide at 233 p.m. Today, the first high tide uh, will be at 916, probably 90 minutes from now, and the, and the other high tide at 809 p.m. Tomorrow, right. Saturday, the 28th, sunrise at 659, sunset at 542, We're getting a little longer daylight. Yep. First uh, low tide will be at 341 a.m. Friday night, Saturday morning. Next low tide, 506. First high tide will be at 1141 tomorrow, Saturday, and the next high tide at 815 p.m. on Sunday. The uh, sunrise, 659, sunset at 543. High and low tide chart, uh, we see that the low tide will be at 437 in the morning. It's Sunday morning, and the high tide at 137 p.m. Average water temperature, 58 degrees out there in Southwest Pass. Chris, 58. Yep, yep, that it is. And uh, the rainbow trout can survive at 58. Yeah, uh, you're right. The cutoff, what, 78, I think, uh, we saw. Yep. Anyway, Rick, uh, you know, as always, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these people. Yeah, you're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doyle's Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal.